was writing fiction, I became a little preoccupied with finding my voice, with my finding my style, so to speak, with how my stories were told on a sentence to sentence level. This was partly a product of the writers I loved when I was a young writer, a young man, who were people with very distinctive voices. I could tell in one paragraph who wrote it. Uh, this appealed to me for a couple of reasons, these kinds of writers. One, their language was exciting to me. They seemed to capture life really distinctively. It was very vivid, but also it was also impressive to me. It was impressive. It was sort of like watching a... Um, skater do a quadruple axle. And so my desire to find my voice was kind of mixed. On the one hand, I knew as a literary writer in particular, um, having a distinctive voice was very helpful in getting published and finding readers. But also, if I were honest, there was a little bit of showing off involved because I was a skilled writer. Like I got good at how at writing sentences and telling stories. And I could do tricks. And um, it was a kind of showing off, gaining attention for me, hoping readers would see my work the way I saw the writers I loved. There was a bit of ego involved in it. There was. Then, years later, I stopped writing fiction. I started writing these essays uh, for my magazine author. And I was doing, they were short, 400 words that I was doing one a day, and for five days a week for years. And so I'd write them quickly and they were inspiring essays. They were meant to uplift and to remind people that, look, you have what it takes. Um, there's, a, there's talent. Everyone has a talent. Everybody's curiosity matters. Everybody's life matters. I was very clear about the uplifting message I wanted to convey. And I was more interested in that than my voice. In fact, I never thought about my voice while I wrote those essays. All I thought about was how best could I convey this? Now, I was very clear about the language. In other words, I didn't ever want to suggest accidentally by just being a little sloppy in my word choice that some had it and some don't, and some writers were better than other writers, and that some stories were better than other stories, and that uh, there's a limited pie that we can all draw from. I really wanted to be as open and generous as I felt, and I wanted my language to reflect that. So I was very focused on the language, capturing the uplifting, spiritual, creative experience that was writing. So this I did for years. And then, but again, never thought about my voice. Never thought about it. Just thought about, did I convey it? Did I get it? Is that it? And if I liked it, great, on we go. So then years later, after I'd started doing this, probably maybe three or four years after I started writing these essays, I published a little collection of them called uh, Write Within Yourself, available on Amazon if you want. And um, I was at a writer's conference. And this particular writer's conference, it wasn't a big writer's conference, but it really drew kind of a prestigious group of writers as teachers, particularly literary type writers. So... I was a little intimidated by them. In fact, when they said to me, oh, we're going to be doing a reading tonight. So in other words, the faculty of the conference, we're each going to get up and do a kind of performance where each of us read. And I said, and I've been invited to teach. And I said, so you want me to read at this? And the people who were running it said, yeah, yeah, you're on the faculty. We want you to read. So I did. So I got there and I got up and I read this piece. And I was sitting next to this writer who I just met, who would eventually become a friend of mine. 
Um, but we had just met, very nice guy. And I got up, I read my piece and I sat back down and he turned to me and he said, wow, what a strong voice. And it kind of threw me for a loop because again, I had stopped thinking about my voice so long ago. And that's kind of when it hit me, that voice is really an expression of your interest. It's an expression, it expresses itself not just in the content in terms of the kind of story you choose, although it does express itself in that. But of course, when we think of voice, we think on a sentence-to-sentence -sentence level usually. But on a sentence-to-sentence -sentence level, how, how are you interested in telling that story? What about that story interests you? And as you choose words, does the, do the words you choose capture what interests you about the thing you're trying to describe, the thing you're you're rendering? It is not an expression of how skilled you are, how clever you are, how good you are. Your voice is an expression of your interest, of your curiosity. And the only question is, how authentic are you going to let yourself be? Are you going to try and make it something impressive? Or are you going to make it something natural? Because when you really let your voice flow, when you really find your voice, it's going to feel so natural, so normal, so like you. <laughs> it won't even feel special in a way. It's true. It's just going to kind of feel like you. But guess what? Guess what, people? There's only one of you. I know you've heard it, but it's true. No one's ever done what you've done and seen what you've seen and lived. It's never happened. You've never happened before. You'll never happen again. And so if you can really let it be an expression of your unique curiosity, your unique life, your voice will indeed be unique. Yes, indeed. That's how it works. That's how it works. So let it through. I know it's not easy. Ah, that's another hard part. Not trying to be impressive, but wanting to impress. Yeah, I know. Don't try. That's one of the hard parts. So as you know, as I've been talking about recently in these podcasts, what's the hard part for you? I, I want to hear. Yes, I do. In the meantime, if you like these, hit subscribe. Oh, hit subscribe. Helps you find it and helps other people find it. And if you like it, say so. I love to hear from you. So until next week, this is Bill Knauer. Stay fearless.